Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christina Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. And we'll be talking to surfers, psychics, and metaphysicians about meditation, healing, spirit guides, and other ascension tools like mediumship that you can use to catch your next wave. So if you're surfing the winds on Venus or jumping the rings on Saturn or riding a solar flare right now, this is the place on Align Radio where we sort it out. So planet Earth, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. We've been experiencing extraterrestrial light shows, and it's hard to continue to hold on to isolation or separation within ourselves the more we notice these extraplanetary activities. So we're going to take a look at the changes in energy, and that you can feel these activities between Earth and beyond sky. So around the Ring of Fire in the Pacific, it's been a little more quiet lately. Not so many big earthquakes, although we've had some small earthquakes all up and down the West Coast. But we send love and empowerment energy out to those places around the globe that might need it. And my latest update from spaceweather.com is that uh, we have a really nice solar eclipse today, but you need to be in Antarctica to see it. (laughs) But the 2011 season has started for these blue noctilucent clouds and they contribute these electric blue sunsets and you can see them all over the place from northern Europe, Russia, Alaska, and Canada. And in the surf in Southern California today, uh, we're experiencing this south-southwest swell that's continuing to back down uh, since earlier this week. And the surf is going to be small this weekend, only one to three feet all up and down Orange County. In Northern California, it's looking slightly better at Ocean Beach. It's about three to four feet. And Rockaway Beach and Mavericks, it's only about four to five feet, which is kind of unheard of since a Maverick wave is about <laughs> 25 feet. It's Santa Cruz at Steamer Lane. It's about two to three feet. And at Capitola, it's just one to two. So I guess it's time to drag out the barbecue and get ready for 4th of July. I've been surfing these waves for many years now, and you can find me reading or tutoring at christywalsh.com. Meditation is my first source, then my psychic or mediumship abilities, astrology and astronomy, and my daily communes with God and all sorts of spiritual folks. And for you mediums out there, you need to look for the call to service in a new way. It's a little bit different this year. And with the other side, always ready to collaborate. And this could take the form of music, art, or some sort of design or public expression. And we are looking for radio hosts on Align Radio, so find me on Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves or on Twitter at Christina Surf. If you're interested in taking that mediumship to the airwaves. So let's ride the waves of our new ascension, psychic, or spiritual spaces together and share our stories. My guest today is superstar surfer Blossom Goodchild from Australia. Blossom Goodchild is a direct voice channeling medium working with spirit and cosmic energies. She's been channeling the Native American Indian spirit energy White Cloud for 10 years now and shares his message of unconditional love by means of personal readings and group meetings and some upcoming workshops. And these meetings have been recorded and White Cloud's words transcribed and published into three books, Walking in the Light and Love, The Spirit of White Cloud, and A New Dawn. <laughs> we will talk, White Cloud is like in my face right now. We will talk to you, Blossom, today about messages of love, ascension, and other cosmic ways. And you can always find Blossom at BlossomGoodChild.com. And also joining us in the studio today is Mike Greffner from Whistler, British Columbia who shares with us an amazing connection with spirit that had to do with the discussion that Blossom and I had back in November. And you can find Mike on Facebook. That's Mike Greffner. He's on Facebook. And you can also find him at SoundCloud and look for Versus Zero. So welcome, both of you. Thank you. So Blossom, uh, you had a recent channeling uh, this week that was just beautiful. And one of the quotes that came out of that channeling with Federation of Light, I believe, was the following. Inside of you is a mechanism that allows you to achieve heights beyond that which you consider to be achievable. It might be dormant for eons of time, and it's only now that one is beginning to even question the possibility that this is of truth. Once you understand how to reactivate this machine, and I believe they're talking about the body, (laughs) or your higher self, or everything, I don't know, you will find that your lives can attain or obtain so much more for you to be able to play with. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like they're asking the the Federation's asking us to sort of just enjoy the ride, and I think so many of us get get really excited, and then、uh, we get a little nervous, and then we sort of don't pursue the next step. Yeah, I um, it's I really the thing with all of this, Christina, is、uh, you know, as you know, I'm just the messenger, so I write down what you know comes through, and I am none the wiser than anybody else about all of this. Truly, I'm not.、Um, but so we all have our own interpretation of what the messages are and how they are for each of us. And like you, um, to me, I feel that the higher We allow our vibration to become, then the more we are able to access、um, these wonders that we are able to perform.、Um, you know, as they say, and they say it's like having a game. It's it's a bit of fun. And I mean, I know in that last channeling they talked about,、um, you know, t-、uh, teleportation or something like、mm-hmm. that. And you know, just like we're doing now. <laughs> exactly. They didn't mention Skype, but you know, it's um, and I just think that it's all these things where they say you know we've shut down so many things that as we raise our vibration and our, allow ourselves to become more and more this love that we are, then all these things will just simply start um. Presenting themselves to us, and we'll be able to—they will become commonplace, as opposed to now that we, you know, I know, like, um, you know, I don't know how many people are aware of—is it? I think is telekinesis. I'm terrible with all these things. Is telekinesis when you can move something with your thought, isn't it? I think. Yes. Yes, thank you for that. And、um, but you know those things, you know people if they're able to do it are like, wow, that that's amazing. Whereas I think that you know those sort of things they're just. That's that's like should become like just picking up a knife and fork as easy as that because we will be tuned in to that higher part of ourselves where those sort of things are just natural. So I think it's very、um, exciting that the more we're we're understanding ourselves、um, and about the love that we are, that all this is going to be we're going to be able to tune in and be part of that higher part of ourselves that is going to enable us to do all these. Fun things. <laughs> well, I think,、uh, Mike, you had a an experience that's pretty close to telekinesis. I think I'm not sure that's exactly the right word, but、uh, you were trying to、uh, tap into an energy, or maybe you weren't even trying.、Uh, yeah, oh, you know, it, it presented itself to me, and I was trying to figure out what it was. My eyes were closed. It personified, I guess you would say. Into like an Alex Gray、uh, mandala expression, and and I could sift through and was finding all kinds of energies, and then I just found one that felt really legit, and that was obviously had something to do with your show because instantly, without me downloading it or hitting play,、uh, your broadcast from last November with Blossom started playing on my computer at full blast. As I was struggling to find the words to explain it to my girlfriend Anne at the time, and it was, you know, it was like I was just saying to you guys earlier, I have to get used to this sort of thing. I can't just be like, "Wow, that's so far out!" I can't help it. <laughs> I, I still think it's pretty cool and far out, but I am trying to accept that that's just the way it's becoming. You know, that's just that's just the energy that we're allowing now. So. That if, if, yeah, I I feel Mike as well that you know I think when you、um, emailed me you know、uh, f- further back in the year and sort of told me of this story that I this interview had suddenly popped on your computer etc and you know it gave me a real it just makes me laugh I just think it's absolutely great that all these little things can happen and as you say there is no point in even for me anyway trying to even find out. The whys, wherefores, and hows—it just simply is. And、mm-hmm. for some reason, either White Cloud or or whoever or your guides felt it appropriate for you to hear those words at that time. So they just made it happen, you know, oblivious to me or or Christina or anybody. And and those, I think, as you say, it's just a matter of of accepting that that is, and not trying to to work out how or. 
or whatever but it's just i think you know it gives me an absolute buzz as it, as it should everybody <laughs> and yeah. i think that is the kind of buzz that you know is happening all the time now for so many people that they're just like going wow this is amazing and it's making them um it's a, it's helping us all to stay in that higher vibration because it is so exciting yeah, yeah it, it is it is exciting so i guess it's about discerning how stoked you are about <laughs> the audience of it from the oh wow and you know it's, it's it's funny because everyone's going to be listening to this on facebook and they're not even too sure how into the spiritual stuff i am and now i got to tell them the story and they're gonna be like oh but some <laughs> it's just good though for them it is good and some people will use that as an excuse to listen i know that uh, channeling and stuff was something that got me interested in the first place and like i already told blossom i said i i, I love your channeling through with white cloud and everything but i honestly was more stoked just to listen to you and uh, Christy kick it on the radio, like back and forth, just <laughs> just your plain old selves. And, and that's just what it's about too, is living the example because the information is nothing until you apply it, until you live it, until you speak it all the time, so. I think things are getting easier. <laughs> I hope I'm right about this. <laughs> I think things are getting easier where, you know, your body might have the reaction of like, oh my God, I can't believe I just saw the giant mandala like in my face. But the body might have the reaction, but then you can move that vibration through your body and you're, you just kind of move into that higher self connection or whatever connection you're working with. Sometimes it is a a giant spirit guide that shows up in the middle of your room going, hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it does happen to a lot of people. And uh, telepathy has been off the charts lately. And you could be doing the simplest things and having the conversations in your head. And, and that counts too. Yeah. No. You know? Mm -mm. I think as well, um, you know, most a lot of people are finding that, um, you know, it's all happening so quickly now and it's going to be getting quicker and quicker and quicker. That's the, the wonderful thing is that, you know, we think, you know, I sort of want to say we ain't seen nothing yet, I don't think. And it's, I find for me, and I know other people are finding that, um, it's it's easier as you say now to stay in that vibration whereas before uh, we were so easily able to allow ourselves to be pulled down by something very trivial and then indulge in that energy where we, we we've learned so much now that that energy simply doesn't serve and so we've we sort of uh, you know trained ourselves we've been to boot camp and trained yeah. <laughs> ourselves to not allow that to to take place within ourselves because it's our choice and we are choosing that the highway not the byway <laughs> but it's just like I, I really feel that that's um what's happening to people and i know for me if i think you know if i have a moment of doubt about something or this that, and the other i go blast is that serving you no stop and i immediately move to something else and i think that is um happening to so many people and therefore what it's doing is creating a higher energy everywhere you know that that energy that you create for yourself is obviously going out to the whole and and so it's just like this continual circle that everybody's becoming a part of yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It, it, the cycle that you put out is going to influence all the other people. They're going to play off your influence, not not your words, but your actions. Are, is, that's what's yeah. going to really inspire people. Yeah, it's definitely about being, you know, I feel, and I say to people, it, it really is about, it's not about how, as you say, Mike, and that is not about who, how much you know. It is about um, your being your light, and it, you you just sometimes nothing. You don't need to say anything about what you may or may not know. It's just about allowing that light within you just to do its thing. And and I think as well that we are all understanding that that it's able to do its thing on its own without any help from us. <laughs> Yeah. Just get out of its way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. No, absolutely. That's been a, a real big lesson for me is just to get out of the way. Yeah. Now, now I'm afraid to say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, the thing is, I, I keep coming back to the stars, and there's a million of stars and planets and who knows what out there. Nebula, I don't even know what those are, but they're really pretty. And with all that activity and creativity and energy out there in the universe, there's no way anybody knows exactly what to do when a white cloud shows up. Or I had a giant blue being uh, bedroom a long time ago, and I just wanted to jump off the bed and merge right into it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't. And I heard this giant booming voice and it was making me laugh, but I was like a little bit scared, but I was laughing at the same time. And I was, I was just in this vibration and I, I couldn't move, but I really wasn't trying to at the same time, but I wanted to just merge with the being. So it's like these types of things, we can call them phenomena or we could label them or telekinesis turned on my computer and sent all my emails for me. <laughs> you know, we could label all that, but uh, I think the phenomenon can be anything as as big as all those stars in the sky. I mean, they're, they're, it's all a different type of energy. So now anything can happen. As small as anything as well, because it might just be you go to send an email and then it said this message cannot be sent. I just take that as a okay from the universe and lets us another divine intervention on the universe's behalf. Yeah, I do that too now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's reason in all things, as they say. So I would like to ask both of you as artists that I know you are, what would you say about spirit and your collaboration with spirit? Has it grown over time? Are you uh, interacting with the same group of sort of spirit folks or is it just a big blob of energy or Oof. what is that like? That's a good question. I, I definitely feel like I have gotten out of the way of that, especially lately with that, that most recent recording I shared with you, Christina. I, I definitely think it gets, I would say it's the same source, but it, I, I, I clear the connection. Like I wipe all of the acid off my corroded link to become more alkaline, more flowing, more life force. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And for me, I, um, when I speak to upstairs, <laughs> I find myself just sort of saying um, the divine oneness, white cloud, federation of light. Those are my sort of um, three that I sort of speak to, address type thing. But in a way, it's and, and my higher self as well these days, I sort of. Uh, you know, asked to be clicked into to my higher self and talk to my higher self. But as you said, at the end of the day, we are all one energy. So it's some. You know, people have said to me, "Do you think you are actually white cloud?" And I like, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, I know that we are. We, of course, I am because we are all everything. So mm -hmm. it, it, I don't think it really. I think it's nice for people. Nice is a funny word, isn't it? But it's uh, people who have their individual personalized guides. Um, I think that's lovely for us to work with at this time because it uh, enables us to communicate on this personal level, which um, I think we can cope with. Whereas sometimes if we take it into that broader aspect, it all can become a bit too much because that oneness, although we're beginning to understand it, it can sometimes get a bit um, too much for us to understand, if you see what I mean. It kind of blows up your... any sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it blows up your brain after a while. Yeah. yeah. It's like suddenly, wait, am I on Earth? Am I in California right now? Where am I? <laughs> and I, I think as well, you know, I was, um, that people feel that maybe they... I, I've, believe I've had white cloud with me since birth and beforehand and etc etc but um you know people sometimes think that perhaps your guides stay with you for the entire uh, incarnation of that lifetime and I believe that's not necessarily so that you know say you want to um you take decide to take up I don't know scuba diving or something and then and that guide that's been with you simply doesn't know much is not its field then there is an agreement made for another guy to say oh yeah I'll pop in because I know loads about scuba diving yeah I hope thing. Jack Cousteau shows up <laughs> exactly so it's it's not set in stone that they are going to be with you you know as you say do, do we change and and how does it work for us I I think that um 
I have, I've been told that I have seven guides and I know of two, but the others I have no idea about. And I certainly, with all respect, never even consider speaking to them or, or acknowledging them um, for no other reason other, other than it just doesn't cross my mind. I don't think it's a sign of disrespect. I think we are just, you know, what we, if we do have a guide we know, then automatically we're going to go towards them to sort of communicate or just express our feelings too because often we're not you know certainly for me as well you don't always get an answer you might sort of talk to your guide but you don't always get or you might get the answer but you can't actually hear it <laughs> I was gonna um, add two, two cents there I had been studying uh, Bashar's channeling workshop are you familiar with Bashar yeah yeah I'd been studying his channeling workshop I'd watched a documentary with a couple of really good channels on it, like Cryon and, and Bashar and a few other people. I can't remember the name right now, but they all seem pretty good. And I watched this documentary and this all happened over that weekend. It was Sunday that I ended up coming across the broadcast and I really had been kind of chasing it again. And I'd done that in the past and got to a point. Um, it was quite magical and mystical and cool, but I kind of put it on hold because it required me and eating a certain way. <laughs> At least that was the belief I built around it. And when I finally went through all that stuff this last time, it was picking up energy again and, and it was paying a lot of attention. So then you came through and then it was, it was just such a moment of, I know this is legit because I'm experiencing it firsthand. There's no way I can try to impress this on anybody else. That means this experience is for me and it, it settled me down into not being in such a rush to connect with the, the let's say the, the fragmented personality of the oneness that is my higher self, if that makes sense to you. I wasn't in such a hurry to make this um, articulating relationship with it because I had all of these other things to look at and, and just slowly believe my way up to it. Because even though I experienced it firsthand, it's just like you say, Blossom, you don't know if you're a white child. And because I, I wanna do this right, no one step in at a pace that I can handle, if that, if that makes sense. I don't know what it was like for you, Blossom, when you finally gave into it. Do you remember the moment when you just were like, I'm gonna just let this come through me? What was that like? Um, oh, it, it wasn't a moment. <laughs> it was years. It was um, because it was about trust. And um, I, you know, I'd had different experiences over the last sort of 30 odd years um, and that made me not trust. Um, and I had to regain that and come from a different place and trust myself and make sure that those that I was communicating with were of, um, tr of the highest truth. And so obviously um, it was definitely a process for me. And I know with White Cloud, you know, when I first began, I mean, I've been with him 12 years now, we've been working and as that time's gone on, I, I trust him implicitly but it wasn't that I didn't ever trust him it was just I didn't understand how to work with him all the time we, you know we had to learn that as we went along so the the sort of communication might not have been as strong or I didn't understand different ways that he was trying to portray things to me so the whole process took a, a long time um, but that's now been sussed and I, I fully um, fully trust myself and trust him so we have that relationship and I now have the very, you know, the same thing with the Federation of Light. And, and of course, because of the 2008 um, event, um, that put me uh, into a place of thinking, well, OK, I need to suss out whether you guys are of truth or not. And that um, was a process. And um, I had a particular incident, which I, I've spoken about many times, so I won't do that again, but a particular incident where the proof was absolutely undeniable for me that they are of truth and that I was to carry on channeling the Federation of Light. And, um, all, and since that time, I've allowed myself, and I think this is... Um, for a lot of people to, to, to have understanding of as well, that it is about, because people are able to communicate more now as they're waking up and um, becoming aware of other places and elsewhere, that they are getting things through and perhaps channeling through, but it is about trusting yourself. Um, and it is about 
humility <laughs> and mm -hmm. not having ego because if you let your ego come in you're not you're channeling a bit of yourself that wants to be a channeler with all respect right. as you say Mike it's about getting out the way um, and doing it for the highest good of not only yourself but the, but the oneness and to be able to I think we are all beginning to understand about letting go of this ego and what caring what people think and don't think etc because when we are fully understanding about coming from this love that we are and we're, we're beginning to to get that that feeling for me that feeling of love that I'm really beginning to get now is a feeling that I can't put into words and yet it is allowing me to do to become just me without all that ego in the way it's a lot i am understanding how to just be that love now without with and just knowing that that love is is what we are aiming toward if you see what i mean and so all those other things to do with your ego they just go out the way because ego doesn't belong to me in that love place <laughs> you know, it, was, it was like you were saying, Blossom, though, that the trust for you, and I'm sure that was a big cage-rattling experience going through all that. I had heard about you while I was on the Ministry of Sound Tour in 2008 from a friend of mine who's like a chakra musician. And he he's like, Mike, I know you're not into aliens, but I want you to check this out. He knew I was into channeling, but I wasn't into aliens because I'd be like, mm. keep me from that alien stuff. And he's like, but I think you should check this out. I've been listening to this lady for years. She seems really legit. She has a good message. It's right up your alley. And then you're on my computer and I'm listening to you and I'm loving listening to you. And then I find out it's Blossom Goodchild. I'm like, oh, because I wasn't paying total attention at the introduction of the show. Well, we have today's guest is I was just blown yeah. away. This is playing. And so as that all unfolded, I just, I think it was the universe's way of making sure that whatever happened there, I wasn't to let that uh, interfere yeah with my opinion of you and, and, and how I feel about your message. and so. Well, that's it, Mike, really. I think it's, a, you know, the whole point of, um, well, not the whole point, because I, there's, we could go on for many chapters about that, but I think the 2008 thing allowed, um, you know, for, because for so many people, a lot of things did take place, um, mm -hmm. but what it did was it, it uh, awoke so many people, and I think that was one of its aspects. And those, and and I find that it's been quite cleverly designed by the Federation of Light. That since then, you know, they've that because people might not have been interested in waking up to their spirituality, but people were interested in seeing a great big UFO in the sky. Right. Put that connection together, and they they now then change their whole way to explain to us that who we are and that we are love and where we're moving into then um they were able through that to connect with the thousands more people um because people were interested in the ufo thing and when i first um you know was aware that these you know they were light beings type thing that did travel around in light vessels when it first happened to me and i, I actually channeled you know some some um direct voice channeling of some uh, would I say light energy came came through and it completely freaked me out because I, I had never put the two together that they might be of light I you know I just thought well of course there's things in the sky and there's life on other, other planets but it the whole connection of who they might be and that they were in higher a higher intelligence had never crossed my mind so that opened up a whole new world for me and I think that's what the Federation of Light and their messages have been able to do for people because it's, you know, it's not about, well, guess what, you know, a great big uh, ship's going to appear in the sky, isn't that going to be fun? They are trying to teach us that they can't actually um, present themselves until we have understood <laughs> um, who we are in order to have that vibration for them to even um, be able to, um, to for us to even to be able to see them because our vibration needs to be of a certain level to be able to to be able to do that. I definitely have felt that too um, years ago, even back to like 2003, 2004, I had my first experience like this, but I had no idea what was going on. And I was recording a, a mix CD and a friend of mine had passed away shortly before this. And I was making a mix 
with his records and completely feeling the, you know, his energy, I guess you could say. And that's all I thought it really was until all of a sudden I started speaking almost like an evangelist. And it was, it's actually been recorded and I still have it on a mini disc if I could find a mini disc player. But uh, that energy came through me. And, and, and the way I thought back of it is it's like a biological radio transmitter that was just high enough to utter these words out. And so what you're saying is you've got your vibration to a point where you can transmit the signal like a biological radio, but for us to see them with our eyes and to touch them with our hands and mm -hmm. to you know, taste the food that they cook, we're going to have to rise above to a level that's higher than what Blossom has already achieved on a consistent basis it, and, and unconditional love and the removal of fear. I can tell like I used to just think that was a bunch of new age uh, fodder until I experienced it firsthand. You know <laughs> yeah when you get these experiences you kind of realize like uh oh should have paid attention <laughs> somewhere along the lines and i think it would be great to have a guidebook but we're not going to get one so the only thing we could do is really understand about who you are as a spirit and figure out what what's going to make me comfortable on that journey to figure out who I am a spirit. Is that uh, meditation for me, or is that having connections with uh, folks from the other side, or is that sort of removing blocks or barriers or just beliefs that are just hanging around that I don't even know why I believe them about uh, people from other you know star nations, and is that that different from the other side? And if a spaceship you know landed on my street you know, would I run over there and say hello or would I run and hide? And and I think there were just a lot of different questions I would start asking myself. And then finally I realized, oh, it doesn't really matter, but I know about light and I know I can bring light through my body and I can just keep raising the vibration, but there isn't like a, a limit. It's not like we're thermometers, you know, and you hit that level and you're going to know you hit that level. You're really not. You get to test it out with some folks that may not have bodies or maybe you will see them so i guess it's it's not a complete unfolding all at once one day you wake up and you can see and talk to everything with the body and without but that could happen too for people yeah and and again i think it is so much this you know that's talked about of living in the now because we do not know what is going to be happening down the track and i just think that if we can just stay in the day we're in and deal <laughs> with that and you know make the enjoy that day and the people that you come across in that day you know that that practice of just standing next to somebody in the queue in the shops and just think okay well instead of getting impatient here i'm going to send this love out all around you know of mine out all around this shop you know have fun with all of that and it I just think deal with today and by being yourself and definitely I feel that now you, you have to speak your truth and by and i always say this i know this but by speaking your truth to everybody about everything that's going on within you that is also helping you to understand who you are because you don't have any you don't have any of this conflict going in your mind of thinking oh this is really bugging me because there's nothing in there that's bugging you because you've being your truth all the time and when and then that to me is part of understanding that that is part of this love thing um, that mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're beginning to see about ourselves that there is nothing when you are just you and you are open and you've got nothing to hide then you can go about your day in a much happier mode because you're not having this conflict in your head about one thing or another that doesn't um, sit well with you do you see what I mean? So I think that's happening to people more and more, and that's how they're able to get in this happier space of this I am bursting with love and life type feeling because we're letting go of the baggage and, and we are allowing ourselves to walk in that light and that love, which is, is, is the intention as we walk down that pathway to ascension, whatever that is going to present itself as. I just said what you just said right just yeah. did something to me I, i'm almost speechless i made a 
a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah, because I think, you know, um, people are always asking, what is going to happen in 2012? Well, until it's like, what is going to happen this afternoon? We don't know until we're in this afternoon. And in this afternoon, we'll deal with this afternoon when we're in it. And I feel it's the same about 2012. When we're in it, we'll deal with it. And as long as uh, as we're moving towards that and we're experiencing this um, understanding of ourselves, then that is how we understand that there is nothing to fear because we'll deal with it in the loveliest, lightest way when we get to it. And that's why I feel it's very important for us to help others, those who are aware, to help others understand, look, let go of that fear, because there, there's nothing to be fearful of if you are of love, because love can deal with everything, and it can. So I, I think, you know, so many of us, millions of us, we're all down here to help each other understand that what is going to take place is going to be all right it's going to be great when we've moved through it to the other side there might be a bit of turbulence going on here there and everywhere but even through that turbulence when we're our strength of light there is nothing that can phase us because you just call upon that higher self of, of yourself and you be it and in a sense, I want to say, what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. I keep noticing these beliefs just sort of, you know, popping out of my head every once in a while. And it occurred to me the other day that, oh, yeah, I'm eternal. That, that is a good one. You're eternal. So what? <laughs> so if I'm eternal, then there's really nothing I have to hurry up and do or figure out. I can, I can really sort of enjoy what I'm experiencing and, of course, bringing it back to right now, you know. And... Uh, that's been kind of a, a freeing sort of moment for me. I don't think we really have an understanding about what the third dimension is really about or what any of these dimensions are really about. I have been talking a lot about the fourth dimension and how there's all these rules in there, blah, blah, blah. And then when I think about the eternal thing, it's just like, who cares? It doesn't matter. And, and I honestly, you know, people, th make, I make myself laugh sometimes because <clears throat> I literally, on the, the aspect of me that I am here now, I really don't have much idea and people would think in the situational position I find myself in that I would, but I don't have much idea about what third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever dimension means. I don't <laughs> understand all these things. And, and to be honest, please don't hear this wrong, anybody, I don't. I'm not really bothered whether I do or I don't, as you say, because when I'm in that fourth or fifth or whatever dimension, then I'll be in it and I'll understand it then. But I think so many people are feel that they need to find out so much um, because they need to know about what's going to happen and all this. And to me, I think, no, I don't. What I need to know is what am I doing right now? And am I enjoying myself? And because this aspect of me is experiencing life on Earth now another aspect of me is somewhere else experiencing somewhere else and that part of me somewhere else they'll be in the now now <laughs> doing what they're doing you know mm -hmm. so it's like don't we can't i think people are once they awake they they awaken they feel they need to know everything and i don't think we do because we know everything anyway and what we need to know in our own time will come to us. I can't retain one ounce of knowledge. I can read something and if I go to explain it to somebody else, I, I can't remember whether it said three days, 30 days, you know, 10,000, 2,000. I have no idea. I, I can't relate things to people um, very well. I just don't have that ability and other people do. But then I think to myself, well, does it really matter? No, it doesn't matter that I can't remember these things. What does matter is who I am and whether when I meet those people, they feel um, lifted by my mm -hmm. presence. And I don't mean that in, as we know, in any egotistical way. It is about coming from yourself, walking into a room and lighting that room up because of the light you are. That to me is important, not whether I understand what fifth dimension means, because I don't. <laughs> and, and some people do. And uh, please, I'm not knocking... 
them in you know highly intelligent people i am not knocking them in any way shape or form people have different ways of functioning but i just think that for people who are more like me that you don't need to understand all the things you're not going to have the door shut on you wherever we're going because you you didn't pass the test because you don't know you know you're going to have the door open to you and you're going to be allowed in so to speak depending on on your light and your kindness and who you are yeah i think it really comes down to practical spirituality is the most uh, valuable at the moment it's not how can i get into heaven or how can no. i get into fifth dimension it's it's the it's the kinetic energy I can celebrate and utilize in this moment rather than some potential energy to be exploited later after yep, you know yep. Jesus comes or Buddha comes or yep, the yep. spaghetti monster comes or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um Christina, just when uh, Mike got cut off a bit earlier, you said something about the key. Did you want to know about the the key? Well, actually, it's good. Yeah, we need to talk about the key because that's kind of an example. So you had an experience about the key. But before I read your channeling, I've been having this discussion with Solomon and like the key of Solomon. And I've been like, you know, on this hunt of like, what does all this mean? (laughs) Just a couple (laughs) weeks ago and uh, probably since yesterday. But, you know, it's like we get these sort of influxes of uh, information. So let's say you know, somebody sees a symbol of a key in their space. It's like, what What do you do with that? But I think you had one. So I'd love to hear about something about a key in a walnut. <laughs> this, this, I don't know whether to embarrass myself on air or not, but this is a typical example of me um, not being of high intelligence in some things and, and retaining information in that um, during the channeling, um, I had this experience, which I'll say in a minute, but um I'd actually written to start with perennial gland, which I think is when you flower once a year, the perennials. <laughs> <laughs> and it is actually the pineal gland, I believe. Um, but oh, then yeah. somebody wrote to me and also said that um, the pituitary grand- gland is your third eye and that the per. per- pineal gland is the spiritual um, consciousness awakening ah. whatever and so and I was like oh did it you know and there's me saying perennial about flowers that bloom once a year again I think that uh, yes it's handy to have the correct information and the correct wording for things but I, I'm just not of that that way so I sometimes think why on earth they chose me I really don't know <laughs> to get on to the key point was, as they said, you know, let us, um, I think they said, this is how it is to be ordained. And I felt they were talking about awakening this mechanism that will help us to be able to um, be able to accomplish these things which we aren't, which we think as impossibilities now. And as I closed my eyes and I found myself taking, you know, very deep breaths, I just saw this key, this golden key, as if it was coming from outside into, through my forehead and going into the center of my crown, I presume, uh, where I found this little walnut thing, which whether that's your third eye, I, I have no technical understanding of all this. And I saw the key go in and it was turned three times to the right. Now, somebody wrote in and said, was it from the right if you were inside your head or outside? <laughs> <laughs> looking in. So if you were outside looking in, to to somebody's forehead it's that right turning it to the right from that perspective and i just saw it being turned round three times and as that happened i was just like well okay what 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 now type thing and i found i don't know how long that i'd sort of more or less stopped breathing I, as i say i don't know how long for and suddenly i thought oh and i started taking deep breaths and i felt like all these colored sparks coming out of my head but I have to, I've had people write in and say they experienced great energy when it happened for them and I have to say in this particular activation it wasn't like this wah, for me and this overwhelming experience it wasn't it was just like oh okay and I was a bit sort of tentative to to think do I write this down now for everybody to do 
<laughs> because, you know, it wasn't this wah thing for me, but then it has been for other people. And I know that with other activations the Federation of Light have given us, some people have had profound experiences with it, and other people have been quite disappointed because they didn't feel anything. But I don't think it is a matter of how much you may feel at the time as to the difference that is going to make as to what happens and what is going to occur for you as the days progress because I think it, as they said it like with all things it's a very slow uh, realization because if it all happened to us at once we'd blow we'd blow a fuse and fall over and so it is it will be a gradual thing that we will notice these differences within ourselves um, that that we are perhaps able to accomplish more um, than, than we had before like for instance looking at your crystal and thinking I'll try and move it across the table and finding you can do it you know it's uh, I don't know that's the way I'm sort of thinking about what they're talking about but I've, it could be I've learned it could be something completely different oh you might just come over <laughs> that, oh it would save me so much money <laughs> <laughs> I think I would want to bring the discussion back to love and that that frequency and and getting into that vibration of love what you know however you want to sort of play around with it in the moment of the now is kind of the maybe the easiest sort of path to take right now yeah and i i've just started which i'm very happy about because i know upstairs have been prompting me for years and i've just started doing these workshops and the intention of them is because is to try and share with people this feeling that I'm getting <laughs> that I want other people to get and I know that other people through their own methods are, are getting also so my thing is is, is to try and uh, and share uh, how to to feel that feeling and I can only you know do my best type thing I, I can't profess that it's it's I, I have the key to do it but I know these workshops it's a it's helping people to to A, to understand that they are worthy to feel this incredible love. And you have to, you can't feel that incredible lightness if you don't think you're worthy of it. If you think, oh, those are only for the really, really good people and, and you know, the angels with wings, they can have all that, whereas I'm a bit dodgy here and I haven't quite sussed that out, you know, so I shouldn't, I don't deserve to feel this beautiful feeling of it within inside of me. And I think it's getting rid of that and understanding that, yes, you do, because that's who you are. And when they talk about going back to remembering who you are, I used to think, but I don't remember who I am. Who was I in Atlantis? Who was I? I don't remember. And then I thought, no, it's not about that. We are love. And it's about remembering love. And the more we're, we're becoming and feeling that love within us, then we're getting it and we're thinking, and I'm certainly thinking, I understand it now. I am remembering who I am. I am this feeling of joy, this beautiful feeling. And people, I just think, need to every day to think about that, to, to, to go into their heart space and see this little light. I do this little exercise and I play the song, This Little Light of Mine, I'm going to let it chime. <laughs> and I just play it, it's like these gospel singers and it's wonderful. And I just do talk them through it about, now imagine that light within your heart and watch it grow, etc., etc. And then your finger and thumb as a trigger point so that whenever you want to feel that, Press your finger and thumb together, and that will bring you into that, that space. And that's what you're saying, Christina, I think, is about trying to be in, or not trying, but we're working towards allowing ourselves to be in that space 24-7. And that's, that's what our uh, ascended-ness, <laughs> um, I feel, is going to, to be like when we are just all the time within that space of giving and receiving love yeah beautifully said i just wanted to add that uh, it's been absolutely amazing to be part of this uh episode as it were 
Um, and I really, you know, I felt like I had a lot more to say, but then I found myself contemplating so much of what Blossom was saying. And uh, I think uh, I think I've really realized that it's time for me to move forward and speak my truth because uh, I'll be honest, there's probably some part of me that holds back quite a bit about these experiences. And, uh, if I, I think could, it's probably time I start sharing them. Go ahead. If I could just say, Mike, I know, you know, with so many people that, um, you know, they do find it difficult to speak out about what they feel to do with their spirituality and the whole thing, because um, so many people aren't ready. And you, and so, again, you're thinking, well, what do people what are people going to think? And it really, you know, as you say, if, if you just speak your truth about it all, you would be you will be amazed at how a how many people are open to what you're saying and it allows them to speak their truth because you're being an example of it and how many people even though they might go the guy's a nutter um <laughs> when they actually walk away it doesn't matter whether what they think of you but you will have planted a seed within them and when which i feel is going to happen i don't know when but you know, I don't know when, do I say in the next couple of years, whatever, when big things start taking place uh, within our skies and all things change, those people that thought that guy's a nutter, they will come and seek you out and ask for your help. And I feel that's what so many people are here for, is to uh, to plant those seeds now for people so that when things start really hitting the fan, <laughs> that those people have got, I know somebody who knows about this, and, and they'll, you will then be able to guide them through. And so many people that are aware now, that is what their job will be when all this starts really going off, to be able to, to say to those who are scared and afraid, look, this is it's good this is all good and so that that's why i think it's so important to speak your truth now so people know who to come to when when it all starts happening well, isn't, isn't, preparing the way that's exactly how i found you it was it was a seed that was planted in 2008 and now here i am with an overwhelming mm -hmm. first-hand experience to make me see that this is a legitimate encounter yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And it's been, honestly, Mike, can I just say to you, it's been lovely to speak to you in person because uh, when you emailed me, that put such a smile on my face that, uh, you know, those upstairs um, were taking care of things for you and, and you obviously, uh, that was meant to be at that time. And so to be able to sort of hear, your, um, hear you and your experience and everything, it's just really nice. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for your words today too. It's really going to make it easier to focus on my truth and to live it. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Well, thank you both. So excited. We got to share these last uh, couple of minutes, and uh, we'll do this again, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Christina and Blossom. Thanks to all of our listeners across the globe today for surfing the psychic waves with us. You can find Blossom Goodchild at BlossomGoodchild.com. You can find Mike Greffner on Facebook and at SoundCloud. And you can find me at ChristyWalsh.com. So see you next week. Be true to your wave.